welcome to our podcast, The Ups and Downs of a Small Business Owner, where we hope to show you exactly what it's like to grow a business. So today I'm here with Claire and Nick Rance from PNC HR. Hello. Morning. Hi. <laughs> Claire and Nick Rance, co-founders of PNC HR, husband and wife. I think of Claire, a little bit of you, Nick, but mainly Claire, as a, <laughs> as a business cheerleader. Like you're always supporting other businesses and promoting them to other people. I'm very passionate about Ant Hill and just people in general. I think you're a real people champion. Yeah, I think, oh, that's really nice that you noticed that because I don't think I kind of subconsciously do it but you know always around like social media and mm -hmm. you know all the networking and stuff we do I'm always thinking you know I know this person or you should try that person yeah. I kind of I do believe in like I don't give to get do you know what I mean because I think no. it will come back I, I to PNC at some point yeah I just think it's not even a business thing I think it's just something in you like even with your friends and yeah. personally you always yep. remember things and remember to follow up with people yeah definitely I think yeah I sort of particularly around we thought very passionately about Amptil because you know we live there and we work there but you know and it's been so hard hasn't it with the pandemic and you know we'll always try and support small businesses even before I was in PNC, which has been about four years. I've always kind of been like that, haven't I? Always a bit of a like a cheerleader. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we bring very different personalities to our business, and I think that's probably a strength of it. I don't think you could have two people. Still no, work. no, I, I get it. And that's that's kind of the beauty, isn't it, of why it works with co-founders? If you were both the same, yeah. actually, you wouldn't get anywhere. I mean, look at you and David. Mm. <laughs> And it's quite handy really because oddly the bits about business that I really enjoy doing, like actually I really like the day-to-day -day processes and keeping everything running straight, I really like networking a lot, like that's not your thing not so much. much. <laughs> You're shaking his head. No, I can't deny anything that's been said so far. But <laughs> strangely, as I say, I don't see that as a, I think that's a positive. Really. But as I sit here, I'm trying to, we've had a very nice kind of like, you know, verbal portrait of you, and I'm just wondering what the hell mine is. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe yourself then? Probably the quiet magician in the background. Magician? <laughs> hasn't really, there's not a lot from an employment perspective that I haven't seen okay. and kind of walks that, that road. So, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, Claire came to the business with great, you know, to, what you described to me is the, the sales force of, of the business. Yes. Know? And I, I don't, yeah. I'm, I, I'm great at the on-selling bit, yeah. but I don't think I'd be the door knocking, you know, Claire goes to networking on her own, I don't go because it, the trouble is I don't really have a poker face either. I think I, I go along and people will look at me and Perfect say, Perfect for HR. Oh, God. <laughs> Perfect for an HR in, in, in a context, yeah. which is yeah. the ability to go through some of the truly unpleasant things that we have to do on a daily basis yeah. to support the businesses that we work with. And not just businesses, I think it's important to say we work across sectors. You know, for mm. example, I, I spend a lot of time working for a well-funded charity at the yeah. moment. So, you know, we, we shouldn't be kind of like 
pigeonhole is the, the SME business because mm-hmm. I think it's just the number of heads in a business that's the more important factor for what we do. Yeah. So I guess if I'm bringing anything, and let's say I do bring something to the business, of course you do. It's, it's probably <laughs> very quick with that. Well yeah. Okay. Lots and lots of years, all of my working life around health and safety, HR, etc. But I think there came a point for me where, you know, I couldn't do that as an employee anymore. And I think most HR yeah. professionals that go the distance in in the profession would say the same. There has there comes a breaking point mm. where you've got to do it differently. And I've said this to you before. I think, yeah. you know, I couldn't have carried on the way I did. No. But feeling that constantly being asked for your expertise, expertise and then the moment you're saying something that a business boss doesn't want to hear, suddenly you're sidelined and marginalised, etc. So I guess I bring, (laughs) 51 years old, knocking on 52 now, I slightly bring the journeyman type element to the business, which we need. Mm. You can't, you have to be able to sell in-depth expertise, otherwise you're selling a dream and you're just going to get found out. So I guess I... Because I, I don't want to make myself sound like cynical, like I hate what I do, because it's the opposite of that. Yes. But I certainly have tread the boards, as it were, for many, many years. So is that, a nice conscious, is that a conscious decision, though, that you just said, I don't like networking, I'm not doing it, Claire's better at that, so I'm just going to leave that to her? I, I don't know. I think sometimes she'd love me to go along, but, you know, yeah. as I say, I, I can't go along and give that the energy that you described yeah and you know why would I do that when you know my time could be used playing to my strengths yeah which is you know mopping up difficult situations walking through I'm saying Claire to do that of course she does and actually has become very very good at that yeah so that's a bit bit worrying now (laughs) because I might have to develop a bit of the other side of it but have you tried networking? Like, have you yeah, ever been? It. Okay, so every experience that you've had has been negative. No, no that that is that I'm not being flippant there, but I, I don't know. Is I? Do you know why? I think why, you're why do, I think you're doing yourself a bit of a disservice yeah. around that. I don't think I'm bad with people, which I yeah, think no. because I think I'm, yeah. I'm very good with people. But what I'm not, what I am not as a person is that I'm going to leap in. Yeah. And that you need yeah. that, you know. Claire, Claire does that. Yeah. I sit back, analyze the situation, particularly around people. Yeah. When you think about what we have to do, if I'm bounding in, trying to deal with a difficult kind of employee situation, yes. imposing the answers on the situation, mm. I've missed the entire context and backstory. Yeah. Mm. So again, that's that's probably why I'm not a natural networker because mm. all of my working life I've been taught. Yeah. And and educated to sit back weigh the situation understand the situation yeah. and then start to offer guidance and things like that so yeah it might, might be a bit hard <laughs> not to do it do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. I would say that I, I'm the same as Nick like yeah. I would always say no I'm not doing that I don't like meeting new people I don't go in I don't like selling things but what I've tried to do and I still don't do it a lot actually David does it more but what I've tried to do is reframe it and say okay I'm not going to sell anything I'm just going to talk to people about what we do and then yeah. if they're interested they'll come back to me I never sell and actually try to yeah. build more like friendships rather than than selling yeah. all the time because Absolutely. that's just it's not me that's not who I am and it's not comfortable yeah. with what I'm doing but because actually if we on the rare occasion we do go networking 
I'll be sussing the room really quickly. Mm. I'm the one that's checking the list of who's there. Oh, really? Yeah, before I walk in and I'm having a look. And if I meet somebody and I think, oh, that's really interesting, and I think Nick will be interested, I will literally walk across the room, I will get Nick, I will bring him (laughs) over and say, (laughs) this is Nick, (coughs) this is Bob, Bob oh, really likes okay. F one. Wow, you know, you're like it. Here is here is Nick. Is it going to be Bob and, and Barbara? Yeah, Bob and Barbara. Yeah, because I've been getting confused. Like yeah, that. and that works really well. So I think you're Nick's like doing a matchmaker. Himself a, yeah, it is like a matchmaker. Yeah. It's just finding yeah. that vibe. So, but yeah, but David does all the networking. He does. Guys, but he? interestingly, he doesn't really enjoy it. It's not his thing. It's kind of but people would have that perception that he really loves doing it. He doesn't. I think what's become more important to him is finding the networking that he enjoys. Yeah. So the group of people. But actually, again, I don't think he doesn't do hard sales on anybody, no. but it's more about enjoying <laughs> the experience because some of them they're so regulated and you have to get referrals and you have you know yeah. pretty hard sell that isn't us not really my kind of thing no. to be honest well, with you well I'll just pick up on one thing Claire said there you know, which is to me I think I've learned this from you you know about sales it's not like I you know don't I haven't learned anything mm. about you know selling the business but it is a business that you know we talk about us founding a business mm. it's a business that's existed for you know longer than we have within it Yes. So I came to the party 2014 around yeah. that mark, and then a okay. few years after that. So, yeah. but <clears throat> it's one thing that I think you do very well around the sales arena is that you understand it's it's not you know it's a it's a patience game. Mm. It's rare that you will yeah, meet somebody and sell somebody a job yeah, just like yeah. that, or a yeah. retainer, or whatever it is that yes. you think they're interested yeah. in. And that, for me, is why <clears throat> I would be not very natural in that environment because <laughs> I'm always, and I've learned not to do this, but yeah. you know, when Claire comes back from these things, I'm always like, okay, where was the value in that? You know, and it's right. not as stark as that. Right. I would say, okay, so what did we get out of that? And, but maybe I was okay. like that to start with. It was very yeah. much. And I was okay, like, nothing. Why did, why did we waste the morning on that then? I know, yeah. Came out and it, it becomes hard. I think it's harder <clears throat> at the start because you're trying to make everything count, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I am, but I think what Claire understands is that an initial conversation around something where there, there will be a follow up conversation that has value. Yeah. To me, yeah. if there was nothing. Just, you know, uh, this is me, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. If there was nothing sold there and then, well, we won't be going to that again. Mm. Yeah. The power of relationships, on, isn't it? But it you takes know, a long, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's building the trust, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and it may not be the people in the room, actually. It might be people that they know that yeah. need you, but they have to feel yeah. trust enough that they would refer you to other people. Yeah, I and just that, want them to think of us when something does sadly normally that's why the people contact us in the first place is for the unfortunate parts of hr which which is a shame because there's so many great parts of hr and health and safety but i just want them to think of oh yeah pnc oh yeah where's that card let me find them on social media that sort of thing But, but it's a numbers game and i think you know you get it the more of it that you do you know i don't know what you think the conversion rate is but i'm not sure I'm not accounting. <laughs> no, but, no, you're not. Yeah, more than I am. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's your ability to understand that it's a progressive mm. approach. It's not something.
something that delivers straight straight away and I think that's no. been good that we've had that within the business but, but that comes from years and years of your back you know we talked I've spoken about my background being you know kind of HR health and safety pretty much all my working life but you know your original working years were all around sales and how wonderful that we've been able to bring that mm. out of a different it must have been tough for you mm. out of a difficult environment mm. so a completely different environment yeah not professional services, no. but take that and apply it to what we do. And I think when you, you came on board, there was a real well-negotiated steep curve for you to really yeah. understand yeah. what it is about professional service, which is absolutely fundamentally different to selling newspaper, mm. copy space, that, that yeah. kind of right. Very, very different. Mm. So that, you know, I think that deserves a lot of credit as well. You know, we have very quickly become mm. You know, we're married, you know, which are, some people find hard to believe that you can do the two. But oh, yeah, we get that all the time. That. <clears throat> I would say nice about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, it's coming. <laughs> We've become a, a tight little unit. Yeah. I think quicker than, and despite some challenges that people think you couldn't even, you know, take on, yeah. really, really quick. And I think, you know, how we met was the NatWest. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah, I was going to come to that. So that we, that, yeah, we first met on the Natalist Accelerator about four years ago. And if fun I'm times. honest, fun times. When, when I first met you two, I was quite, I was really quite jealous. And I thought, oh. they look like they've got it absolutely nailed. Because that, that beginning bit, and I know it wasn't you, like you weren't founding it from the start, but that beginning bit when you're building a business, <coughs> there was all sorts of tension between David and I. Like it's hard work and you both want it to work. And like you say, there are no quick wins and you're trying lots of different strategies. But you just felt, it just felt like you were, you were completely together on everything. Very different, but mm, very aligned on what yeah. you do. And also what struck me was how supportive, so exactly what you've just been talking about, you know, you appreciate the differences and the strengths that you've got individually, and then you've matched that into a, into a really successful team. Yeah. But please tell me that wasn't, that wasn't all the reality. <laughs> you want me to say otherwise. I do. You're going to hate me because oh, it's no. quite difficult. Well, like, I don't think we fall out that much, and you know, I think, God, I don't want to get too crossing into stuff that nobody's going to find that interesting but <laughs> we you know our, our personal relationship is one that doesn't really have a lot of you know we you know we disagree on stuff of course we do but mm. you know we've always wanted to find a way around that rather than for it so that's a conscious decision that you both make every day that you're going to not have this sort of roller coaster. I don't, I don't think personally. I don't yeah. think it's conscious. I okay. think it just happens. Just happens so, yes. And therefore, it's something that it wasn't that hard to take that out of our personal lives. Yeah. And then apply that to working. Were you worried though when you did that transition? No, no, no it's funny, second. isn't it? I didn't even no. really right. think. And you, I would say generally, when you meet people, <clears throat> and you say, "Yeah, I live and work with my husband." What you mean? You're together all the time. Yep, together <laughs> pretty much all the time. Yeah. And they say, Oh God, I could not think of anything worse. Yeah. And I'm like, cheesy, I couldn't think of anybody else I would rather work with. Ah. Do you know what I think comes from a lot of respect though? 
Oh, it's massively about respect. Have to respect one another to be able to do this. Yeah. Because you know, and again, if we were just we were a pair of, as you put it, cheerleaders, kind of competing with each other. Yeah. I definitely don't want to think of myself as a cheerleader or pom poms and kind of. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Maybe we should see that. Maybe I'll lighten up a bit. And, um, but Maybe it's <clears> for your own time. I don't know. Yeah. But I do think that because we're so different, but respect what we bring to the party. But I think that's from a personal point of view as well. You know, yeah. We're very different, but it's a good combination of characteristics. Yeah, and I think ultimately we both want the same thing from the business. Yes, yes. It was very important to us when we really got going and built up PNC and became a limited company. And so how did that process happen then? So you were already in the business, yeah, Nick. Yeah, in a partnership. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, what happened? Uh, well, I mean, essentially, yeah, if I can just bore you briefly from the story of how the business came to be. Mm. So I think if ever there's an advert for going to university and having the opportunity to do work placements, mm. and for those to be meaningful, <clears throat> one of the, 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 the better experiences for me mm. is a, a guy I met on one of my early work experiences, found that I really quite enjoyed it. and went back to him for a couple of years, so you know, 20 week working, work experience, work placements. Yeah. And kind of towards the end of that, when my time at university was coming to end, basically we, we continued to be friends and there was that conversation about, you know, maybe in the future, you know, I might do something, this is my ex-boss, mm. former business partner, and at that time I, I helped him sort of set up a business. Mm -hmm. So he left where he was working and set up his business. Mm -hmm. That's our business today. Mm -hmm. So the power of making friends early on in the working life, mm -hmm. not because you felt you had to, but because actually you did really like this person. But also maintaining that relationship over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing mentor. the value of mm -hmm. that. You know, this guy is my professional mentor. And mm -hmm. I found him last week, was it, a couple yeah. of times? Yeah, just, okay, it doesn't happen that often. Well, guys retired and we're still finding them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he covers for us when you go on holiday and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, that relationship followed through to a point where finally I reached breaking point, as I mentioned earlier, in terms of being an employed HR manager mm. anymore. And there he was waiting, you know, getting on to the point where he wanted to slow down a little and then okay. maybe stop. So we hatched a plan that I would jump in and start to, you know, ease myself into what it is to be your own boss, okay. which is a transition and a half. And I wouldn't have done it without Claire because right. it was teetering on the edge, is this too risky? I'm yeah. not sure I've got the bravery to do it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, having somebody that's really got your back like that and saying, yeah. do it, because if you don't do it now, mm. you never will. And I can remember that conversation yeah. with you. Yeah, go for it. So was that the plan though from the start, that it was like Nick going first and then I'll join yeah. you no. later? No, no not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> circumstances, wasn't it really? Do you it's... not think it was a bit of both? Yeah, I mean, I had, no, when I encouraged Nick to leave employment because I could see how unhappy he was. Yeah. And then so Robert, you, were you concerned though? About Nick being in employment or yeah. about going self-employed? self-employed. <sighs> Sounds so cheesy. No, because I knew that he would, I knew the value of how good he is at what he did and all he needed to start with mm. was to get 
that one big client yeah, to okay. get over the line. So, so was there we, a backup plan though? There was, we, we hatched this plan, which was <clears throat> his current employer, we proposed to him, we sort of put this little business case together. Nick went to his current employer and said, mm-hmm. I'd like to go self-employed. Mm-hmm. I would like you to take me on three days a week. Mm-hmm. You don't, I'll give back my car. You don't have to obviously pay any of the benefits. Mm-hmm. It will be cheaper for you. And this is what we'll do. He was looking to save some costs. He said, absolutely, I really like you, Nick. We want you to stay on three days a week. So it was three days a week in employment, which oh, covered all, okay. you know, half the bills, the mortgage, yeah. and then two days working on growing PNC to become, right. no disrespect to PNC at that point, you know, the guys working at PNC mm-hmm. were just two consultants. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was a business. A business. No. Well, in, well, it in my mind business, it was, and it had to be. Yeah. In my former business partner's mind, it was, I'm easing down now. Yeah. Yes, okay. So the responsibility, I think, at that time really mm-hmm. fell to me okay. to push for it to be a commercial entity. So how did you find that, though, still working three days in your last job and two yeah. days? bearing in mind how unhappy it made yeah. me feel. It was, went home one night, came back the next day, and this ex-boss of mine, the one in my last mm. period of employment, was a person there, well, we might as well get on with it then. So it was literally, you know, end of one week, next day you come Quick back to the <laughs> And I felt, I, I just felt different. Okay. Literally from the space of, you know, okay. Friday night to Monday morning, mm. no time off. Mm. I felt completely different, but, and energized. Lifted. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, but then circumstances changed for Claire, as she said, and I think we found ourselves in a situation there where that was really, you know, head on the block time. So, mm. so hard enough for one of you to make that leap. But mm. once again, having belief in one another, Claire felt, as she's just said, that, you know, I would be okay and that we could make it happen. Yeah. But then <coughs> we start, Robert was, so I said his name now, blown it. Maybe you want to edit that one. <laughs> he won't mind. He won't mind. <laughs> he loves a bit of publicity, recently winning awards and things like that for <laughs> his services and all the rest of it. So anyhow, things were changing for Claire at work. She was ironically becoming, feeling similarly, completely mm. like, I can't do this anymore. So, I wonder so if that was because of, of you and what you were doing and maybe seeing the, yeah, well, and <laughs> well, seeing the change in, yeah. in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. There's so a lot of ways, isn't there? Mm. Very different person, travelling mm. around the country to clients who are going on kind of like mini, um, strange sales tours, but not to new clients, right. not new ones, existing mm. ones. So okay. I would go along and meet them and explain all these things that we can now do because right. extra resource and, and, extra and, capacity, and different yeah. things that I'd done that Robert okay. hadn't. Okay. So it really did start to spiral from there. And I think, yeah, maybe you did see that, but also mm. it was pretty rough and you, you'd had enough. Yeah, mm. I happily, in the end, happily got made redundant which yeah. is the best thing that ever happened to me. And if you hadn't been, what do you think you would have done? Oh, gosh. It's hard to say that, isn't it? Yeah. Would I, I mean, I'd been there 10 and a half years. In hindsight, that's way too long mm. uh, to kind of be anywhere. To be fair, work my way up from, you know, from low down to high up. But yeah, I don't know. I just saw that opportunity and, mm. and, and took it. And then, and that's the point where Robert happily retired and I said 
what is PNC? No mm. offence, currently two consultants. Mm. Let's make it more than that. You know, mm. guys didn't have a website and that's where NatWest came in. Mm. So getting the application to get onto NatWest was a huge thing for me. Mm. I needed that, wanted that support, I didn't I? I the moment of celebration. It was in the supermarket. <laughs> And I cried. I mean, oh, honestly. We were excited God, if well. Sharon or yeah. Penny was listening to this, they're like, yeah. she cried when yeah. we got accepted <laughs> onto the hub. I, I still guess that's your, about it. your contribution, isn't it, yeah. to the business to, to get it to the next stage? Yeah, uh, of, of, you know, which we did, actually. And then it was... Mm. And then so I was kind of involved and we were having a really cracking six months. Everything was great. We are doing this great stuff. Mm. And then we hit the pandemic. So I... It was a tough first year for me at PNC. And yeah, uh, not so much for me in that respect. And I, mm. I know that you had an eye on the fact that there was a lot of, you know, lesson learned for anybody that if this happens again, make sure that you are your terms and conditions are set up in such a way as they will withstand mm. force majeure type. Yeah, act of God. Yeah, nobody. No. I don't know. I haven't met any business owner. I've said to them before. Before the pandemic, did you have something in your terms and conditions about a national state of emergency? Mm. And they were like, no, mm. we were like, neither do we. Yeah. Um, so, so the pandemic was mm. coming, but. And that's the thing, you know, that is a bit of, you know, that is more of a risk because we're both self-employed and we're mm. both working, you know, we're both supporting yeah. our own house. A nice <laughs> motivator though. Yeah. <laughs> my, my take was that I know how nervous you felt around and that's what you know again you need to support each other in these situations it yeah won't and I guess together. because you had different roles actually your role was largely unchanged there was still yeah. HR work oh, to do mm. in the background but if you were focusing on building the business yeah there was very little you Nothing. could do yeah all yeah. the things that were bubbling under understandably yeah. people said I can't you know no. I, I can't even though Wadley bit like you guys yeah this is a health and safety hr is a service we yes. really really need in it the pandemic key. yeah but actually i understand that business owners were too cautious to yeah. start trying something new yeah it was a real difficult there one was, for people there was no selling going on at that time but what there was yeah was busy 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 in and time I of bet, crisis, these you know. services, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think our relationships really changed with our clients during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It went from being actually quite almost superficial to actually we're really seeing like the bare bones of this now, and yeah. really feel that we're having some really good conversations with clients. People were having to make our clients and your clients yeah. very much the same in the pandemic. Yeah. They were having to make some very big decisions about some yeah. very big stuff. With so we were like, unknown I don't know, you know, like yeah. the extra emergency service to them. Yeah, you know, and you know, it was upsetting. Sort yeah. of pseudo business advisors as well. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So kind yeah. of, you know, you you will know yeah. that one. Yeah, many, yeah. But you know, yeah. we, things that were almost like common sense to us around pivot. Okay, yes. you, you can't do this right now. But yeah. had you thought about doing this? Yeah. And I, I actually. You know, it wasn't a great time, but as we, as everybody knows, mm. but I actually really enjoyed that aspect mm. because it's but something that we don't get to do quite as much no. as. And I think it probably demonstrates actually your ability as an entrepreneur that by setting up yeah. a business, yeah. you're just a, a more agile thinker and able to pass that on to other people. Yeah. And it comes from. We all got creative, didn't we? Mm. Well, yeah, and it comes from the fact that over the last whatever it is now since 2014, it comes from us having to be creative around and you'll know this as mm -hmm. well from utopia's point of view 
the need to be creative around how you do business, you know, yeah. and what what would be a bit different, you know, how can yeah. we be a bit different to someone else, yeah. you know, so yeah. I don't think it's any great surprise that we're actually quite good at advising these small mm. businesses in terms of... Mm. Have you thought about this, have yeah. you looked at that, apply for this grant, speak to the, the local time. council, mm. you know, yeah, it was, I mean, we talk about it, but we forget that actually we're still in it, but um, yeah, they were mad times, weren't they? Yeah. They were, and then, you know, I think we learned a lot from that period. And then coming out the other end, you were very keen on, you know, sharpening up on terms and conditions and stuff like that, which we did. It didn't, we didn't lose anybody from doing that. I think everybody respected the fact that there was yeah. the need to do that. They, they, yeah. they, like, um, <clears throat> they see the value yeah. um, in us. I mean, sometimes yeah. some of the decisions that around HR and health and safety, you know, we can save our clients thousands and thousands of pounds. Definitely. We can mitigate risks so they're not going off to tribunals and all sorts. I mean, I like to think we pay for ourselves. <laughs> and that, you know, that, that's the message in terms of yeah. what we do fundamentally. Mm. Yeah. Sadly, it's not the kind of, you know, organisational development work that we have, I have particularly enjoyed in you know, years gone by, but, you know, you can't argue with the fact that there's an awful lot of that kind of protecting a business work for, mm. for us right now. Mm. And the, the referral thing that we spoke before we came on mm. here, you know, we're feeling that, I think, mm. more than we ever have. Mm. So maybe there's just a, a threshold of time that you get to where suddenly people feel confident to start yeah. referring you as a business. Or? I kind of think of it like a snowball rolling. Like yeah. it feels really hard to start with. There's so few. And then all of a sudden it just kind of takes on a life yeah. of its own. Yeah. I think the positivity we felt from our clients last year, very, very positive last year, doesn't feel the same this year. Right. Just feels... Well, I mean, from my point of view, there's all sorts of economic bite that's going sure. on at the moment, which I, yeah. I think we're doing quite well with. Mm-hmm. So in terms of you know the factors that we know are there, you know, post-Brexit kind of like effect is fine kind of kicking in a little bit obviously mm-hmm. it's the stuff with Ukraine you know it, energy soaring energy prices, prices yeah. at, cost of living can't it, find skilled staff yeah mm-hmm. this is incredible incredible economic factors so once again you either you know join the kind of sob story and that's the wrong words but the negativity yes. around that yeah or you present yourself as yeah. something that can help in these difficult I, times. I think that's one positive actually that's come out of the pandemic. I think they were, including me, but lots of business owners were like, right, we've got a formula here. We know what we do, we know how we work, and we just rinse and repeat. I think, like you said, in the pandemic, people were like, actually, we're going to have to operate in an environment where there's so many unknowns, and we're going to have to get comfortable with that. Yeah. And I think that actually has continued yeah. and I, I understand what you're saying now mm. it feels like everyone's kind of thinking actually let's just stop for a bit while there's so much uncertainty I don't think it will last for long mm. I think yeah. people will have to think you know we're going to have to move house or we're going to have to get that loan regardless otherwise we're not along. we can't we can't we've no. got to keep moving got to keep moving and then we'll, we'll just have to deal with the consequences if and when they arise you know the people these boards are going to have to take some risks in these businesses you know yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we've also heard the government say on a series of occasions you know around you know, the bailouts and things you know are going to need to slow down or whatever 
We've heard you know, the Chancellor say on repeated occasions, as an economy we start, have to start cutting our cloth. I've heard that yeah. phrase a number of times. Yeah. So I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, there has to be that positivity, otherwise you know, market forces can really get a stranglehold through a lack of confidence. But I do also think that, you know, we need to be real about where we are. Yeah, well, and I think you know, attitude a plays a massive, massive part. I mean, you know, it wasn't awful for everyone, the pandemic. Some people's oh, businesses no. absolutely we, thrived. Yeah, we they? had some uh, businesses that did very well. Mm. I'm going to, we have a couple of, you know, uh, dog food businesses. Mm. My, my, my. Yes. I'm yeah. so happy for them. Yeah. People were happy to yeah. you know, try things, spend money on their yeah. pets when they weren't spending money down the pub. Yeah. Fantastic, honestly. Yeah. I could not believe We've got a similar type with the pet shop. Yeah. Absolutely booming. There yeah. doesn't Fantastic. seem to be a limit to what people will spend no. on their pets. No. We are a nation of animal lovers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, that was a real boom period, wasn't it, during the pandemic? They could Everyone. not find enough staff no. to run their lines 24 mm. hours a day I mean it's just fantastic yeah yeah so I, I do think that you know that there is this old kind of saying about HR people that actually ultimately you're the ones there for <laughs> for the duration mm. you know and I think you know there, there is definitely absolutely this when people are concerned about you know how to manage the finances of their business that they will look to their account mm. so so how do you deal with your problems? Call that lot from the HR slash health and safety mm. outfit. How do mm. we how do we manage our, mo- our money the best? Mm. Talk to your accountant. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. We talk to our accountant. So yeah, well, that's what you say, isn't it? You, you Find know, some people without them. Outsourcing makes a lot of sense. Use the experts. Mm. I would never try and do my year end. <laughs> 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 looking at the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. We get asked to do it often enough. Are you doing it yet? It's December. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have a massively better appreciation of what goes on now, but I still let you do it. <laughs> that is true. So I, I think I probably know the answer to this, but has running the business together affected your personal relationship? It must have done. Only in... Oh, only in a positive way. Yeah, okay. So actually yeah. it's given you more of a focus, the two of you. I mean, I I knew that Nick was, a, you know, beyond expert at what he did. Mm. But I just, you know... Okay, I, but you hadn't experienced it. I hadn't it. experienced yeah, it. And okay. I still really mm. enjoy, like when we've got something really super challenging, I still really enjoy you know, listening to Nick on the phone and then we talk everything through. I mean, for me, as an employee of PNCHR, could you imagine starting a new job Mm. and literally being with your mentor all the time? Mm. I mean, what an incredible opportunity for my development. Unbelievable. And that's what I had. Mm. Yeah. In the early days of my... Yes, exactly, Mm. with Robert, yeah. Somebody who was at the top of his game. Mm. who never ever made me like a an admin person yes. you need to learn from the ground up yes but he took me along mm. and you know yeah gave me every development opportunity he could so, and, yeah. and, and it's always there in the background I always know that mm. despite everything that I've worked through in my career if there's something I just I know that I just pick up the phone yeah mm. you know what I mean and I, I think 
you know, from the developing your knowledge of, of what we sell, yes, I think that has been an amazing thing. Yeah, and so that, <coughs> but, it's about that respect again, isn't it? Well, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, we laugh about this one all the time. And we laugh a lot, actually. <laughs> we do laugh a lot. We laugh a lot, that's but super important. Are you the kind of person, particularly if you work with each other as well as live with each other, are you the kind of person that then, given the opportunity, goes mm. down the pub or goes out for dinner or whatever mm. and slags off the other one mm. to a group of mates? I can hand on heart say, I do not do that. And I know mm. that you've said, you know, you even tell me that, oh, they would. Yeah, a huge amount of respect, which was already there anyway, to be honest with you. I think it's made us stronger. Yeah, 100%. I'm not, and I mean, I'm on a personal yeah. level as well, mm. because we now fully, we knew what you know, we did mm. for, for work, but now we really know what mm. we do for work. And, and it's not, yeah. you're a bit rubbish, it's yeah. like, yeah, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want a different sales person, sales force, and let's be honest, organising force mm. in business than Claire. I wouldn't, I couldn't recruit somebody better mm. than Claire for what I, you know, I think business needs. Mm. And, you know, oh. I think you probably... Feel the same about you, yeah, absolutely. Like, two completely different sides of the yeah, same yeah, yeah. And we don't, we don't ever hold grudges, yeah, or anything like that, no. you know. That, so, that professional element of maybe you sort of think, oh, I'm not sure if David's right about this or if Nick's right about that. And we have a little conversation. Okay, mm. yeah, I totally respect what you're saying. Mm. And that's fine. And you move on from it. And in the office, you know, we move on very quickly from okay. those things. And I think we just now move on very quickly from the rare occasions where we might yeah, be coming forwards and no we're almost tripping over ourselves to say hey listen sorry sorry I sounded a bit off with you then yeah. you know when we were talking about I don't know how much bread there is I can't even think mm. we move on really really quickly I think and um, I think that's probably different yeah. now that we work together yeah yeah, yeah definitely because there, yeah. there isn't time because mm. if you're going to sit around oh, sulking too short to be in a sulky mood yeah, yeah. can't be doing work it out I mean I think both of us you know I believe I'm the sort of person who, you know, I know my own mind, but I know when my, I've let emotion or, or a mood yeah. or an external factor that's irritating to me, yeah. and there are those, don't worry about that. <laughs> that, that if something that wasn't Claire's fault, I will put my hand up and mm. I will say, I shouldn't have spoken to you that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're much, we're much quicker. But because we're with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the being in a business it, together. It teaches you don't waste time. No. On unproductive negativity. Yeah. When you can move past it and, and be stronger and do something good with your time. Yeah. And I think that's why when I say things, it's made us stronger. I, you know, I don't, this is like a counselling session for me. <laughs> I, I believe that it really does teach you. So yeah. it's an advert, yeah. unless you really hate your other half. It's not such a bad way to be, you know. Yeah. You know, see, the, see, see the life they walk in, mm. and then maybe, you know, mm. you can get over the city stuff really quick yeah mm -hmm. yeah we do move on from things yeah. so how do you make decisions between you what does that process look like i think i think we just both trust each other enough to make a decision i think what i generally do if there's something like are we going to change this or what does the client need i will go to nick and say i think i think i should do this 
do you agree? Mm. Generally, you say, yeah, you're spot on, which is lovely because it just builds your, you know, your confidence and what mm. have you. But decisions around the business, yeah, quite organic. We sort of bounce around. One minute we're thinking we've yeah. got an exit plan. <clears throat> next minute we're thinking they're very, they're very organic. And oh, that's a good word. Our kids How, don't want it. However, <laughs> um, I suppose the thing I'd say about that is that's very not accelerator program yeah. speak. Yeah. And I know that we've had a series of conversations where we've said, we need to start having more of these structured business planning yeah. meetings, even if the meeting is just to say, yeah, we're on track for where we want it to be for the yes. last six months. Yeah. Because otherwise, the organicness of it mm. can feel directionless. Yes. So Just churning <clears> through another week. Mm. And yeah. I think if I had to be, and this is not a criticism of either of us, I had to say there's something that I think you know we really need to think about in terms of anything that comes out of this question decisions for the business is that some of the big stuff around what next and how we're going to get there mm. really gets lost in the day to day yeah churning oh, through it's classic isn't it because maybe need someone external to, to help yeah. in that because yeah. that's difficult to do between you isn't it yeah, yeah it could that, be a pit it could be accountability it could be, utopia, it could mm. be you know, I don't necessarily believe it's, and I, you know, I'm going to be completely straight about this. I don't necessarily think it's a business coach mm. because I don't necessarily feel like a business coach has walked in mine, our shoes. Mm. I'd be thinking somebody of a similar experience as, you know, mm -hmm. having to think mm. about the same sort of stuff would be yeah. more, far more powerful yeah. to our business and where to go. Next. Yeah. But sometimes I find, you know, and, um, if our clients want growth, that's amazing, and HR needs to be at the table, you know, to discuss growth whenever somebody wants to change something or do something, mm. you know, or, or apply for a big tender for a contract, that's amazing, but do mm. we have the people to do the jobs? Mm. So we talk about growth a lot, and a lot of these things, and no disrespect to all these podcasts and different things, a lot is about growth. Mm. But actually, sometimes is it just okay to say, actually what we have, is an exceptional work-life balance yes and we have that yeah already yeah and that's really good and I think in my mind sometimes I think you know it's very sad and we hear things all the time about people getting our age yeah you know 50 getting poorly yeah and big life changes and I yeah. think our balance is very good and we're paying our mortgage yeah and it is interesting because when you do go to network and things like that and they yes. talk about growth and I'm like Actually, is it you yeah, know, it's okay yeah. to say, yeah. do you know what, this is a great business, yeah. do we want to take on uh, six, seven, eight employees? No, we no. don't. Um, we don't work that way. We mm. use other consultants to deliver on our behalf and that's a model that works for us. Mm. So yeah, it's quite, there's always such focus on mm. growth, growth, growth. That's mm. great for a lot of people, but we'll my God, wrong as well. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That work... It like isn't balance. always the answer, is it? Yeah. It's not astounding. We'll really focus on turnover as well. Yeah. It's meaningless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, profit yeah. better. Absolutely. But turnover, turnover means nothing. It doesn't. It doesn't I'm mean a million pound business. Okay. Is well, it efficient? What, what does that mean? Yeah. Are you actually profitable? A lot of them aren't. Have you worked out your hourly rate for the yeah. 60 hours a week that yeah. you're doing? Yeah. Um, so I feel very blessed that we've worked hard to have a very good work life balance. And I guess that's the next decision for the businesses. 
do we want to change that work-life balance? So there's a, there's a business problem, yeah. for example. What but do we yeah, do? Like all you do is kind of discuss it and you don't feel like it comes to a conclusion or no, you just kind of... It doesn't really it just sort of a conclusion. The dis- or maybe the path just sort of gets decided as you go along then, I guess. It probably isn't great. You know, with all the, the positivity that we're talking about in terms of two individuals, I can remember one client who actually we do a minimal amount with now, but so discussing with us, so you know, so it's really exciting what you're doing with the business, where, where do you think it's going? And I rightly or wrongly said to him, you know, we're, we're deciding what we want to do in terms of growth of the business, you know fresh out and you know the, the accelerator kind mm-hmm. of like workshops mm-hmm. and stuff and he really expressed a lot of caution and saying do you know what though you know I, I, that's i'm really happy for you that's great but mm-hmm. i would be really worried that then we don't we our business doesn't become mm-hmm. so important to mm-hmm. claire and nick isn't it funny yeah like the like, yeah sometimes i feel like we're saying yeah. us Yes. Rather than selling our business. And sometimes and people don't want to refer you because exactly. they think it's going to diminish their exactly. sales. And I say, I promise if you refer us, you're still going to have me as yeah. your lead. And I know there's one group in particular yeah. that I ask them. I regularly ask our yeah. clients for referrals and I know one said, I'm never going to do it. I know you keep telling me. Right. That it's going to be fine. Right. Yeah. That's Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a huge compliment. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a compliment, but you know maybe sometimes our frustration around, uh, you know, where we go next is it is it growth? Is it sustained? Is it exit you know, private so that we can yeah. get out? Yeah. Um, Sell it. Yeah. Maybe sometimes that is the thing that's there. We've done. As I said, very arrogant, but we've done a very good job over the years of selling our and through either through the doing or yeah. through the the relationship building yeah. you know very strong if very different personalities yes and it doesn't mean that you know you think of one of the charities that I'm doing an awful lot of work for at mm-hmm. the moment mm-hmm. that's very much me yeah do you get that Catherine <coughs> yeah you have we that do. clients yeah in favor absolutely one over There's, the other yeah. yeah and i would say it's not that they favor one over the other but the reason that they said but i would say that we we attract our type of people definitely and they don't that we've tried to move them between us it doesn't work yeah. We do I try, don't, don't we? Absolutely and, echo that. And, okay. and it's so funny, I would actually quite like to sit in on some of David's meetings because I know that they are entirely different to yeah. mine. But they still get value out of that and that's what the clients value. Would they like me coming in and talking to them about their family and trying to do a more yes. holistic approach? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually that's a really heavy focus on the clients that I work with and yeah. it works for us, I think. I don't yeah. know. I do say to some of our clients, I go, you know, if I happen to be, or in a meeting, I said, you know, you know, phone Nick. Yeah. You because know, if I'm busy, you'll be free. Phone yeah. Nick. I they go, oh, I'll wait. Yeah. 
okay. He's actually really nice. I married him. Yeah. They're like, oh no. And I'm like, but we want to give a good service and it's really important to me that people can access us. And that's quite hard as a business, I think. I don't know if you find the same because then suddenly how do you cross over how do you share that knowledge how do you move that work around yeah because actually i do quite a bespoke service for my clients david does it for his so we've ended up we have expanded the team yeah you know with all the problems that's come with but we tend to then cherry pick so if we've got a member of team that kind of thinks similarly to me the work tends to go to them and then we're kind of working in these silos and that is you know is is risk you know because all of a sudden you know somebody doesn't come in and then the staff doesn't come in because we know that happens and you're like oh yeah yeah but uh, honestly though is this this to me is human nature okay so now we have to put the boot on the other other foot and think of ourselves okay so when Mm. You've got something to do with any, any transaction that hasn't gone as you'd mm. like it to have gone. Yeah. What you really want is a dedicated person to speak to. Yes. You don't get it. And that actually no. is, is something where <clears throat> we will have clients come to us from the much, much larger HR mm. houses. Mm. You know, these, these big sort of peninsulas and Ellis Whittons who doing a sales job but they will charge a lot of money but you will hit a call centre sort of thing so I think that's like you it's definitely one of the appeals of of working with a smaller although that comes with an element of responsibility I don't know if you feel that Mm. you know actually if there is a problem you feel like you're almost on call to them and you feel personally responsible for helping them yeah and some of the decisions we make can have a huge impact on the business so Not that we would get it wrong, but if, mm. if something did go awry, mm. you know. But you, I mean, yeah, that, that's the deal. Utopia. Yeah. That's what, that's the, yeah, that's what you sign up for. This is what yeah. is, yeah. you have to own the problem. Yeah, we're really good at it. Yeah. And actually, a perfect example of something is something that I've been dealing with this way, you can't get into the detail because it is very sensitive so, uh, subject. But the reason it's been persistently falling over is because of the need to go through insurance slash advisor type bigger company mm. to get things checked off which is another way we work sometimes sort of almost doubling up mm. on, on services because of the value that we bring mm. that they can't get from the bigger provider mm. yeah so we and have clients uh-huh. that pay for one of these big hr houses right. who also pay for a retainer for us right. because they feel like they don't get the service from no. the big ones crazy this, right the yeah. classic is this week We've been tied up in knots with the situation, very, very serious situation. And because their end, rather than ownership from start to finish, which is what we promote as a business, you've got all ownership between, you know, if we can work it, two people start to finish. You've got being bounced around different people looking at a case and of Mm. course coming to slightly different conclusions. Everyone has an opinion, don't they, what you should do and what we shouldn't do. So that's not, I think that's bad value for money, that kind of. Yeah, also just frustrating. I mean, that's the core of what we do as well. You know, no one wants to say that, okay, I've been through this whole story with with Bert last week, but sure, I'll tell you again, and you're starting from scratch. They just want to speak to someone that that has known, been with them for that journey, understands actually their psychology of how they operate, and can give them very quick, personalised advice. Yeah. Yeah. So we come 360 on that. Yeah. you know, from the yeah. insertion or the initiation rather of a, of a client relationship, if you know, 
one of us has been at the forefront of, of you know, not necessarily the initial sale because you know, there's a lot of on selling that goes on as well. But it's like once, for example, you know, a particular client who has made it clear to you that they don't like being, you know, they like to come to you. Mm. That's a real tricky one to break. And actually, what yeah. I'm saying is. Isn't that what we want to do on the receiving end of... Yeah, we want to be treated that way, don't we? You know? mm, yeah. So I kind of get it why they wouldn't want to... Like the way I only it. want to speak to David and not Catherine, you mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that very nearly happens. <laughs> this is very true. It's all right, I've got me. <laughs> and that's much better than Catherine or David, definitely. <laughs> um, so what's yeah. been your biggest success, would you say? Oh... Can, can you give us a little bit more I, context here? Because we've also been I, talking about some of the success of... I think it's tied in, isn't it? There's, yeah. there's no divide. So what's been... Um, I guess since you've started your journey as PNC, what's been the biggest success? Work-life balance. Mm. 100%. Yeah, I don't feel I have a massive because of the amount of... Yeah, no, but we can still make an active... Yeah. So is that the goal from the start? Yeah. It was That was key to what you were trying to build? Trying to keep particularly as you came out of employment, trying to keep the kind of the stress levels down and things yeah. like that. I think because we spend, unfortunately we spend most of our time in our working day dealing with negative incidents. Yeah. Whether they'll be sadly someone's trip to the factory and they've cut the end of their finger off and that means they can't ever work again as an engineer and you know, we've got people going through disciplinaries or people struggling with their mental health and right. at the mo- it, there is a lot there isn't loads and loads of conversations at the moment about growth and development of teams and, and taking on big groups of apprentices all the lovely okay. stuff so I think for us it is important to have some balance mm. because actually we mm. have to decompress and you would hear stories you and David would hear stories yeah. about how things maybe are a bit tough for some yes, people. Yes, yeah. It and, gets hard, yeah. You know, we don't have to be in our office 10 hours a day. No, uh, no. We can choose to work from home when we want to. You know, so that it, sort of thing. Okay, and I guess it's that's a why benefit for our clients. The humour between you is so important as mm. well. Yeah. To try and lift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we I make, do can I have laugh a, a lot. Can I, can I have two? Which you must have be two. one. Yeah. Right. Cool. So, one for me would be that. <laughs> In the life of the business, which was, which is now approaching 25 years old, yeah, 25, 25 yeah, around about 25, 26 years old. Yeah, we don't have a bad relationship with anyone mm. in terms of the clients. Yeah, we've never actually I can think of one, but that wasn't really the client. That was an individual within. But yeah, even that, we can hit hold our heads high. So from my point of view, is the sheer resilience and strength of the business with everything that we've been through. So do you think that's by luck? No. No, okay. I think it's the thing it's the reason why people fear that they might have to talk to someone else other than Claire and I. Yeah. Because they have pure trust Mm. that we're we're in it for the right reasons with them. Mm. True, that is a success. That to me is a massive success. I don't know that many businesses other than, you know, huge online retail people who did very well during the pandemic. Mm. um, that could actually say Mm. there is that strength of relationship. Yeah. It's, it's more than business transactions. Yes, it's yeah, friends. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You spoke about. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Part the of their one, team, aren't we? <coughs> yes. Yeah. The other one, 
and I'm going to try and wrap two in two on here so they actually get through. See how he pushes boundaries. I never thought, it's on, on selling, I never thought I could uh, be in business. I thought I needed the support ne- network of employment. Yeah. I don't, and I actively would reject it going forward. Yeah. I think, you become, I think you become unemployable, actually. And that's for how we're so Never yeah. going but back. Yeah. It would not be fair of me to mention that without the other huge success of, of yeah. what we've achieved over the last few years, which is bringing someone from zero experience mm. of mm. being a human resources consultant mm. to being somebody that I really feel very close to shoulder with me. Mm. Mm. That's massive. Mm. achievement to be able to do mm. that I don't know too many people that go from mm. I mean don't get me wrong sometimes we all do it there's the I really do know what I'm you know to, I'm going to part that all of the golden you know I'll get back to you within yes. you know a short time frame yeah. everybody does that yeah. but you do it barely ever yeah. and where you do need my assistance I I defy any client to say mm. oh, that was Nick doing that yeah. and just wouldn't you know, it's yeah. so obviously there's a good sales element too, how you transitioned into being a very competent HR person, but it's an incredibly short period of time. Yeah. So, so there you go. Oh, so do you celebrate that success? Do you ever look back and think, God, look at what we've built, look at what we've achieved? Um, I think I do when I can pause for, but do we do? Like, no, not actively. <laughs> <laughs> Employees. We should find out from our accountant, like if we could like get a holiday on the business, like PNC away week in Seychelles. Okay, that's a no. <laughs> She's like, no, you can have a cost up. <laughs> Put it through some distance. Oh dear, there's some sorts of things I've been doing. <laughs> so, last one, you'll be you'll be pleased to hear. What would you like to leave behind as your business legacy? Oh, oh I wish I'd had these questions in advance. <laughs> if we've changed any of our businesses' expectations around using a, you know, what I call another emergency service, like, you know, continually thinking they have to spend lots of money or they have to, you know recruit someone to do a very average job mm. is changing some people's perceptions we have a couple of clients that are very big mm. and you know one of them in particular took a risk where they decided not to employ a 40 grand a year hr manager mm. but they decided to use pnc to fill that gap of which we do absolutely excellently so if the legacy is that that business then goes and says no no you don't have to spend 40 grand on a, yeah, you know, a an HR person. Yeah. Actually, you can get an exceptional service mm. by using a, you know, a micro-business to do yeah. these things for you. I'd yeah. like to think that we've changed some perceptions. Mm. A lot of people don't realise that there are smaller HR companies. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so that could be down to the marketing of all of us small HR yeah. companies. But yeah, to leave that legacy yeah. to say... You know, this this big big company, multi million pound company, mm. goes and meets some other people and says, "Oh no no, you don't mm. have to keep having yeah. a thirty five grand yeah, health and safety yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. You get PNC to do it. It's yeah. cost it's efficient. They're at the top of their game. Mm. They're always learning, developing, doing their own 
CPD, yeah. you can't get better. Yeah. I'd like to hope that we've changed perception mm. and yeah. that they share that perception with other businesses, I think. I, I think you're right and I agree. I'm, I would just add to that. If you're talking about a real legacy, something that, because this was what I think I was handed initially, mm. which is something that somebody else could pick up and enjoy it as much as we do. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, we do have a good time doing it. We do really have do. a good time doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we do. It's good fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the one question you wish I'd asked? Ah. Oh. come. Um. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Oh God, that's a good one. What do other people say to that? I've got. Okay. Is there anything? If we, if this, if we're doing an honest look back, is there anything fundamentally? that you'd have done differently. Okay. Go on then. I really mean fundamentally. Okay. No. No, you wouldn't. There's nothing you would have done differently. Fundamentally, no. No. I agree with that. I'd say the same, because not that we got everything right. No. no, But it's a journey, isn't it? Yeah. We learned something through all the mistakes that we did. Yeah. I I think it's simply a question of asking oneself both of us asking, Mm. overall, did we follow the right path? And hand Mm. on heart, I can say yes. Mm. Yeah. I hoped you would have asked, do we still love each other very, very much? And yes, we (laughs) definitely do. I think, well, (laughs) I don't think that's come through, Claire, I'm not sure. So these, I don't know if you've seen the diary of the CEO, but he has, like, people leave questions for the next guest. So do you want to pick... And it's up to you how you do this. We can Ooh, either get a box of cards out now. <laughs> it's a competition, <laughs> isn't it? Cards yeah. against humanity. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, we should definitely play cards against humanity on the next podcast. Very different podcast. Yeah. 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 So I don't know whether you want to ask each other or you want to ask me, and I'll ask you. It's up to you what you want to do. I want to ask you. Yeah, okay. Pick Just pick random. anyone. Yeah. Right. Let's have a look. Sorry to see you. Oh, what do you promise to do to make our world a better place? Oh, yeah. What can I do to make it a better place? I guess it sounds really cheesy as well. The thing that I would say is that I've probably learned more recently mm-hmm. is not to necessarily react to situations yeah. and always do the right thing according to my own ethics and values. And yeah, values, absolutely. Yeah. So treat people how you wish to be treated. That yeah. kind of thing. And I think that's really important for you personally. Mm-hmm. Your personally you know for yourself yeah. but also you are a manager of people yeah and you're spending you know eight hours a day and what you've just said mm. to us is like the most perfect trait mm. of a great employer as mm. well so I think that works on both levels really yeah you know I think that's yeah it's a really good yes. answer yes. so should I pick one for you so do both of you want to answer or one of you answer what do you think depends on the question mm. oh okay yeah. Oh, this is quite easy. Where will you be in five years? That's not easy at all. <laughs> that is really not easy. Not still is, up till it's the crux still of the in... issue that we have. Okay, we start all right. to get into the arena where five years is actually quite difficult. Okay, 
So if you both got different, I- if you got different ideas on where, you- okay, all right. I mean, different, but actually, I, I don't think it as different as perhaps it was. Yeah. So where would you like to be in five years, Nick? Semi-retired. Okay. And once upon a time, harking back to accelerator days, etc., when we were asked these very questions yeah. on a regular basis, yeah. I would have said retired. From this point right now, 52 right. at the end of this year, yeah. retired. I actually think, that's I don't know whether that's, or, or whether, not maybe unrealistic, or whether I want to be. Yeah. Because I think I've still got plenty to bring to give, and yeah. offer. Yeah. So from my point of view, five years time, but it comes at a cost. It does, yeah. What's the cost? The cost is we will have to stop owning the business in quite the same way mm-hmm. that we do because what we do at the moment is we say every time we get to the growth discussion we say you know we just don't trust anyone to do it in the same no. way that we would no, no, no. Yeah. and therefore that's going to be so my ambition for five years mm. might be un- unattainable to be honest with you or you just run down what you've got yeah yeah, you could just let it organically go. Or and that's what another cost might be. If we not stepped yeah. in, mm. so do you remember the legacy th- bit thing? You know, I and I know that you know if, if Robert were here and we're asking him the same question about what does he see the legacy? He doesn't want this thing to be run down or die. No. And I think I, I am honour bound to respect that. Okay. And friendship bound to respect that. That's quite a responsibility, though, mm. isn't it? So yeah, somehow or other, this thing's lasted for so long and mm. successfully not, mm. you know, limping along or anything yeah. like that. It's only getting stronger. Yeah. Those tough decisions around what five years might look like. Do you remember I mentioned about the structure around it rather yeah. than the organic kind of like moving along? Yeah. May have to be addressed, but it's got to be addressed in a way that we both feel comfortable with. You yeah. Know, I am a couple of years older than Claire. It's not very much, but and Claire's been in. It had skin in the game a lot less time yes. in mm. terms of what we do yes. than I have, and it makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, maybe the answer is we look at our roles and what they are, mm-hmm. not the business being run down, but Claire may feel, without putting words in, in her mouth, I want some more time to yeah. you know, Home. have the experiences yeah. that you've had, and you know, yeah. and why wouldn't you? Mm. You know, I've been doing this sort of stuff for 30 years, you know. Mm. And you, you can't help but have the scars and the, the battle wounds through yes. going through it. So I respect yeah. that, that if that is the case. Would it mean that I'd be doing less? No, but it might be something quite different. Okay. That's still contributing and, and you know, mass, hopefully, really, really valuable mm. to the business. Not sure. What do you, you see yourself, that. Claire, doing in five years? Still working, still doing, still doing PNC. Yeah, I don't want to be negative. I just... It's like, we're not going to be old at 55, but we're also not going to be young. Mm. It's, yeah, I find that one quite hard to answer. That's a tough question, isn't it? If you've asked me at 40, I'd be like, oh, I know what I'm doing in five years' time. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, everything's been lifted on its head the last couple of years. Things that you never thought we would be doing, we are doing. And if you'd have said to me five years ago, oh, you'd be running your own business and doing it, I'd be like, what, would I? Mm-hmm. I work at the council, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, so... Isn't it funny when we get tough questions, we're both doing this. Yeah, <laughs> I've, got our, I've got my arms folded. Because yeah. I'm going naturally quite defensive sort of yeah. thing. But, but um, it's not... 
sorry, it's not a problem, I don't think, we don't know the answer to the question, no. but the question is there, mm. and it's more relevant yeah. to us than it was five years ago. The only advantage yeah. is that in five years' time, <clears throat> all of our three children will have finally all been through uni, so that's a big thing. <laughs> so yeah. we'll have some more choices <laughs> after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do we need to live in our house? Could we downsize? Do we yeah. sell our bike to let? change. Then yeah. we yeah. could work two days a week, yeah. you know? It's, this yeah. is, not, this is not a new conversation for mm. us. This is we one we have regularly. We don't okay. come to a conclusion. We managed to reach the answers yet, <laughs> okay. because there's a real conflict there. Yeah. There's a real genuine love for this brilliant, brilliant little business that we're mm. so proud of. Brilliant little business that actually has a lot of reach and a lot of heart and a lot yeah. of respect. So to understand what we do, that's what the single biggest thing that we both don't quite know the answer to. Right. Mm. Because and it's, it's so of, tough. And it's a source of stress. <clears throat> no. Stress is the wrong word because it's an opportunity. Awareness. That could be absolutely fantastic on a number of fronts mm. but it's a tough one mm. because the options are so very different yeah you know mm. I, I strongly believe there's a very saleable business there mm. I also yeah, strongly I believe think. that they'll break our hearts to do that mm. because you know we run through that you know, you cut it in half, you've got our blood in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's part, right No, 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 but it's part of you, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's not just something we do for, no. you know, there's a lot of passion that yeah. we put into this. So. so if anybody knows the answer to that question, pop yeah. it on a postcard <laughs> and send it into Utopia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our generation that doesn't even understand what that means. Postcard. Could you attach a CD to it? I think you can buy them a post this. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it on my iPod. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been a really great conversation. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you know what? Considering when we were in the car driving over, Nick said to me, "Oh, we're doing this podcast, aren't we, with Catherine?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, really good." I and found out about it yesterday. Um, and what, what did you say to me? You said, "Well, I'm hardly going to say anything." listening to our podcast please like and follow and make sure to tag us on social media